Alrighty, I'm recording, and uh, see it's recording, and we will hit stream. So, we're mostly obviously the licensed game stuff, but I have some other things, like Wild Hearts, I want to talk about. Because it's becoming a hot topic lately. Alright, so it's live, so three, two, one... Welcome to the Hunter's Hub, the video game podcast born of the Monster Hunter community. This is your host, Fortuan, joined tonight by Sasha. Welcome back. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good. A uh, lot of busy, a lot of packing. Uh, and I also, like I said before the uh, show, moving 7,000 pounds of lumber. We got half done-ish. Uh, half so done-ish. Feeling tired. <laughs> yeah um and welcome back ace how you doing doing pretty good i just got back from a target run so you know typical saturday night yeah i never lived near a target until i lived in dayton never even seen one until i went to dayton i got and options I... options mm -hmm. and so um for for the audience and, and and just just because I like saying it, this will be the last podcast in which you will be seeing this background because next week, like my moving day got moved up, uh, so my closing date didn't get moved up, but my moving date because the truck wasn't available on Friday, it's available on Thursday, hmm. so everything's going on Thursday. I've got my two bickering buck mates. Uh, Actually, all of them, because my brother lives with me, so he's not getting out of it. Um, <laughs> the other two bickering bucks, Brian and Jacob, are going to be helping me move, and uh, they're making a road trip out of it. So nice, yeah, we're just taking everything and going. Uh, I am not all the way packed, not even close. Uh, but part of that's tomorrow. Part of that's I did some of it today. Yeah, I'm taking a lot less than I thought I was too. Like, there's some stuff that I'm just leaving because it's my parents' house and I'll sort it out later. Mm -hmm. Like, Yeah, there's still a lot of stuff at my parents' house. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel very bad about it, but I don't know what else I'm going to do. Because I'm certainly not taking a quarter of their toys. Like, I'm not... <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, I just... I can't. Um... So tonight we are going to be talking about uh, licensed games. Uh, this was inspired by uh, so this is uh, Sasha's topic tonight, and um, this was inspired as, as I understand by Hogwarts Legacy, uh, which I haven't played. I don't think you've played that yet, have you? Nope, I don't intend to. Don't think Ace intends to play it either. I am I am dancing on the edge of playing it, but it sounds like an open world game, which is not my thing. So maybe one day, like uh, I'm not. It seems like it's wizarding GTA with uh, slightly slightly anti-Semitic things in the background too. Man, if you, you want to term it, like, it as anti-Semitic, so you should be like. It's wizarding GTA, but you're also a Nazi. Yeah. I don't understand where this is coming from. Harry Potter wasn't like that in the movies. I didn't read the books. Um, so spoilers, I guess, if you care about that. I don't. Uh, 
essentially it's like the goblin class of people want like the house elves better no like the goblins from for like green gods and things that that race of people they want to be seen as like equal the bankers the bankers the bankers yeah mm-hmm. bankers and stuff like that uh so they want to be seen as you know equal in the eyes of the wizarding world and stuff like that uh but there's one member who uh resorts to violence to try and you know attain those means and uh with one review i read about it um there's a character who also wants the equality thing but doesn't believe in the violence and only wants peaceful means and uh because he gets like a card or something stolen by these supporters of the the bad goblin like sides more with the Mm -hmm. wizards and stuff like that so there's just weird undertones of like you know the banker class of people or like the merchant class of people with like pointy noses and whatnot being seen as less than and now i can't i cannot follow that logic it is a fantasy race of of <laughs> it is fantasy no it is i it's see this it's is weird this is where pan, people are drawing pan I this is where just... Pan is going to be like, orcs, 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 because I had this problem with orcs in my articles where people were like comparing them to real people. It's like, no, they were never real people. They were orcs. That's all they ever were, was orcs, in my context. Whether that was a thing when people made orcs in the 70s, that's their problem. That's not what orcs are now. Orcs are pig people. Or I'm just not getting it because of the people. whole uh, anti-trans thing and, you know... Literally, yeah. Like I mean, piecing to advocate for unaliving. I and mean, trying to make people that's not what, exist. So, yeah, but but did the, the developers do that message? Like that, that's just the developers just already the got author. paid. Well, yeah, and and they she got has paid for... and she has said that she openly sees her support of her ip as support of her views so okay but just because she says it doesn't make it true i'm just not gonna get it she's That's crazy it that that woman cray cray i i wouldn't listen to anything she says she really, she really is unhinged because she says yeah that if you purchase you know harry potter stuff you buy into it that you're supporting her and her messages but then she also said recently that she doesn't care about her legacy and that she just you know believes in what she believes which you know good for you believe in what you want to believe but i fundamentally disagree with what you believe in and if that means that i'm not gonna get any new licensed harry potter then that's what that means that's what fan fiction is for that's what a used book shop is for so right well my my point is it you're i don't know how much of a hand she had in the production or anything of this game right like the people the people you hurt by boycotting a game are the people who made it most of the time not the people who are endorsing it not the people who funded it not the people who I like, don't really the, care. What, 
on that deep a level. What happens? I'm just making the decision for myself not to get the game. Like, er, like months ago, there was a person on Twitter who, like, because I made a post being like, I just recommend not to get it. And that's my take. Yeah. And some guy, like, chimed in with, like, slamming me for it. And I'm like, I'm just saying I'm not getting it. And I would say that people just shouldn't in general. If they do, I mean, it's what it is. I can't make the decision for people. And I don't necessarily look down on people for getting it. I just don't want it for myself. That's all it is. Yeah, I, I get it. And that's your personal decision. And I'm not going to go in against that. I'm just saying that, in my opinion, boycotting a game 99 out of 100 times just hurts the developers. It doesn't. It doesn't in any way affect, most of the time, the offending people. There are games that, yes, you probably shouldn't play uh, because, A, they're bad games, B, they actually have bad messages or whatnot, or C, they just don't work. Uh, but <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't care enough about Harry Potter to really make a stand for this game. I don't. I never did. I probably the only reason why I'm slightly interested in the game it actually sounds decent decently fun from the people that I've talked to that have played it and that's it that's all and my statement of me buying the game is not uh, in any way for or against trans people because in my opinion it has nothing to do with trans people or Stephanie Myers or anything like JK Rowling I always call it Stephanie Myers I'm wrong I'm wrong I'm sorry (laughs) I just hate her for her vampires. I, I have to remember who I hate for what. I hate <laughs> Stephanie Myers for her vampires, and then I hate Rowling for her stupid basilisks. <laughs> I also hate her for the basilisk, but for a different reason. So, you know, just gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I did. De- no, you're right. It is Rowling. I always forget that. I only ever read the first book anyways. The, the stuff was always too ti- childish for me at the time. Like, when it, when it came out, I was in middle school, and that was, like, a supposedly the appropriate age, but I was already reading Dritz books. I was already yeah. reading R.A. Salvatore. Uh, you know. Like, I have a vivid memory of setting aside a Christopher Pike book to read Harry Potter. And, like, Christopher Pike was talking about sex and drugs. And... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the the Salvatore book, I remember reading when when my cousin, my cousin's a huge Harry Potter fan. She was like, you got to read this, Jam. And I was like, yeah, I, I kind of don't. Like, I don't care about, like, it is, but she, you like this, this wizard crap. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but this is wizard crap right here. Literally, this guy is taking over a whole... Like trying to take over the world because the sentient crystal is telling him to, and yeah, yeah, I was just explaining the plot of the crystal shard, and and she was like, "Wow, that sounds really cool." I was like, "Yeah, what's 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 your one doing?" And I'm going to really horribly summarize it for for comedy here, but oh wait, so an owl told a kid to go to a secret school so he could figure out about a bad guy who drew a Z on his head? Like I don't <laughs> like. It doesn't sound very exciting to me. Um, well, I mean, like, you leave out the part where, like, he's 
starving under the stairs in his makeshift bedroom and he thinks he's nothing and he's been treated like he's nothing and then he finds out that he's everything in this other world like yeah the, that's the ultimate the pow- power trip part. like yeah the ultimate power trip of, of harry potter show simba one show simba <laughs> um i think it was a uh onion article headline i saw um I think it was uh, something along the lines of uh, Church agrees that J.K. Rowling's views are finally bigoted enough for kids to start learning about witchcraft. And I just chuckled at that. Yeah. I, I was, was like, oh. I always ooh. thought the the whole anti-Harry anti Potter stuff by religion religious people was, was, was dumb because it's pure fantasy. It's not... It's not even... It's not even like the 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 Wicca Wiccan stuff that people practice today. It's not even close to that. It's just literally made up magic. It's literally even, made up. There's nothing. It's even progressed way past Harry Potter now because I don't know if you remember, but there was like a couple months back where there was that mom in Texas who uh, went on a local news channel and was saying that stuff can come through your TVs from like watching TV shows with like satanic or witchcraft. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When the Hocus Pocus movie came out. That's That's what what it was. Yeah. When Hocus Pocus 2 that they were doing, they were doing witchcraft when they were singing songs and that like you can't let your kids watch it. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) like, whoa, what are they giving you guys every Sunday? Yeah, I was yeah, like, some people, some t- people never learned that that TV and games and that kind of stuff are, are fantasy and not real things, right? Like, th- I think that's yeah. where we're at. Some people just didn't learn that it's not real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, we're going to be talking about licensed games. I don't think we're going to have Harry Potter on this, but I think Harry Potter is what dis- what what inspired this discussion. Um, and then uh. Be- before we get into that, I have a little more to say on Wild Hearts. I really want to talk about it because I have a love-hate relationship with this game. Because it is... Let me lead off and say it is a buggy mess. And it is 100% EA's fault. I was going to say, is this the EA game? <laughs> yes, it is. EA is the one running the online service and the servers right in this multiplayer game if you sleep your system at any point the only way to connect to another person on the game is to hard close the game and reopen it so you should never sleep the game because you will never be able to play with someone else if you don't second of all um you can get disconnected randomly uh, and you can be just in the middle of a hunt. And so let's say in comparison, right? If you DC lose an internet connection on something like, let's say monster hunter, the, the direct competitor to this game during a hunt, uh, what happens is you're kicked offline. The people are kicked. You're, you're booted into a single player instance, whatever you have set up for single player that helper people come in the hunt and you can finish the hunt and you're just offline and you have to go on and reconnect. Cool. 
You just have to do it by yourself. A little scary at times if you're not used to playing by yourself, but you don't lose the hunt. You don't lose any progress. You just appear right where you are, and you're you're good. In fact, it's seamless. You just the people pop out, and you're and it has a message pop up. Hey, so and so left the room. So and so left the room, and then you see your buddies, and you're still fighting. Like none of the gameplay stopped. There's an error message that pops up on this one. It says disconnected from EA servers. You failed the hunt, and it kicks you back to town. And does it count as cool. like a fail in your? Does it track data? Uh, no. I don't think it tracks fails, but it does mean you have lost everything. Let's say you've been thir- fighting for thirty minutes. Not saying that you will be. Most of the things I've finished in like ten or fifteen at the most. Um, even the really tough ones. Um, but let's say you're nine minutes into a 10 minute fight. You get nothing for it. You're, you failed. (laughs) Nothing happened. Nice. No. Um, so there's that. Uh, it's also a buggy mess. Uh. So wait, are you the PC version or console? PS5. PS5 version. Even on PS5? Uh, yeah, so there's only a PC, a PS5, and an Xbox, uh, series, uh, version. There's, it's not, it's not, there's no Xbox One or PS4 version. Um. No, I was just clarifying. Yeah. usually, usually it's always PC that has the issue, issues with game launches, but for it to be on console, that's, uh, severely It's all across bad. the board. Uh, today is today or yesterday, uh, my brother, uh, and my friend and I were playing together. They have a really weird lag composition, uh, system. So you're, you're familiar with playing a game where you, you see stuttering cause it's lagging or whatever. And you're behind. Yeah. It's a very precision oriented game. So you know what it does? It slows down. We're not talking frame rate. It goes in slow motion if you're having issues. And um, so in a game about a, t- timing. So it becomes like Zack Snyder, Schneider film. Yeah, pretty much. And in a game about timing, it gets really jarring to be like, okay, I have to dodge. Nah. Like, you mean. Yeah, it's like you're underwater. All of your movements, you you were going like, yeah, yeah. Now you're like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what on earth? <laughs> this feels like I'm playing in mud. Holy cow. It's a weird. Now, here's the crazy thing. By doing that, you actually don't get like, oh, suddenly the monster's over here and hitting me. I didn't, I didn't have any chance to dodge. No, you still get to do everything. You still see everything. It's just your brain has to adjust to slow motion <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, uh, other bugs include if you... So they have a boob and a uh, butt slider for the character <laughs> creation, which is fine. Whatever. Do nice. your thing. If you increase it by any percent, which... Both my brother and my friend did. I am playing a male. There is, I did not do any boob or butt sliding on my male. I just literally went with whatever's the default. 
There's this bathhouse thing you can do. Not really that different. There's bathhouse things in Monster Hunter. It's a very Japanese thing. Um, you're not like in a bikini or anything. You're just in like, I don't know, skin tight clothes. However, if you increase the butt or the boob size, they don't fit in the clothes anymore. Because they didn't size up the clothes. So, you ever seen like a game where it clips into something and starts shaking wildly and then flies <laughs> off or something like that? Yeah, that's what happens to your butt. We watched there. It was like hyper twerking. The two we were just laughing about it for ten minutes. Of um, you should capture a clip of that somehow and maybe I will. Share maybe that. I will. Uh, it was also happening to the boobs at one point uh, because my friend increased his all the way, just to be funny, and uh, it was causing a lot of clipping issues. Yeah, so right. uh, I I will say I you know I'm not going to get into general impressions of the game too much, but I did that last week with uh, Shaw and and Chance was on the podcast. Um, but I will say, still enjoyable. I'm still playing it a lot. It there's just a lot of bugs. There's a lot of bugs, and I will say, I still ha- I still hold the opinion of. If you compare it directly to Monster Hunter in any fashion, Monster Hunter wins every time. I mean, most like, stuff does, yeah. I It's not even close. <clears throat> like, you can pick a topic. Like, music. Okay, cool. Music. Music's good in Wild Hearts. Really good, actually. Um, doesn't have monster themes. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So, you just hear the same battle theme all the time. It's good theme, but, you know... Is it good 40 hours in? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Monster Hunter has every... Not every monster, but most monsters have a unique theme that plays when you're fighting them. Mm-hmm. And there's personality to the theme and that kind of stuff. It's stuff like that. It's stuff like... Yeah, there's, there's just a lot. So, all that being said, I know neither of you two played. That was just me ranting. So, uh, let's get with the, the license game. Sasha, It's so since it was your idea and your topic, let's let's start with you, and we'll just go round robin sure. for Now, do we want to do our... Dis- so, we're doing three, top three, and then we're doing a dishonorable mention. Where do we want to stick the dishonorable mention? At the beginning, in the middle somewhere, or at the end? I don't care. It's your topic. I let's do it. Let's do it right before we do the top one. Okay. Okay. Kill the momentum. Cool. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Just kill it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So number three. All right. So number three is more of a nostalgia pick for me, but sure. I played these games heavily all through like elementary school and middle school and then when I was in high school and I was a babysitter I also played these games with the girl I babysat so the games are mm-hmm. the Nancy oh, Drew games they were oh. click games that came out yeah. I think they're still making them now um, I'm probably I, I think them. I s- you can see them at Walmart. They're one of the very few physical games at Walmart on PC still out there. They're so much fun. Like I seriously, I probably would play one now. Like they're they're really good. <laughs> and I kind of can't wait for my kid to be old enough to be interested in it because I'm definitely going to play them with her. But Yeah. I remember when 
I played them, they were still like actually Nancy Drew books. So they were like yeah. a couple of the original stories. And then I think when I stopped playing them with the girl I was babysitting, they were all original stories. And a couple of hmm. them were a little little uh, little spooky, I would say. Um, I know hmm. I remember one of them was at like a carnival and I remember another one was like Nancy is in college and she's at like a, a weekend getaway and the power goes out and like it's a funeral home next door. Okay. But yeah, uh, so they're, mm-hmm. they were just really fun little point and click puzzle games <clears throat> with a little mystery to solve. And when we get later in my list, it was just priming me for more <laughs> mystery solving games. Um, sure. But I, I love them. They were, they were near and dear to my heart. I kind of can't wait for them to come back in my life again. Nancy Drew. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that was a thing outside of the games, but I also knew about the games, so it's good. They are good. I, there's a reason that they're still making them. I'm just going to say. I'm sure. I never played any, but I, don't, I never got I don't, into point and click. I don't think you're the target audience. <laughs> no. But, I don't know, when I was a kid, I tried so many different games, even like I didn't try like Barbie games, but I would try "quote unquote" girly games at times. Like Nancy Drew was, it was kind of girly, but it was not a girly game. Like it didn't. I remember when they when they came out, they just had like colors that kind of uh, came I actually the boxes. Have you go, but they first? weren't like bright pastels or anything. Like one was red no. and one was a dark green, and <clears throat> yeah. I remember seeing them on the shelves. I really do. Okay. All right. Ace, you're, uh, you're number three uh, licensed game. Oh, yeah. Sure. We'll go, go, we'll go counterclockwise. Uh, so mine comes from this little-known IP that started as a movie and became... Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not a little known. Star Wars, Rogue Squadron. <laughs> so Rogue Squadron was like huge for me in in uh, gosh, what was it like the fifth grade, third, whatever it was. Um, so this is like right before Episode One came out that I remember playing this, and you like the biggest thing about for me in Star Wars is always the ships, right? I am not like a big like space guy or that kind of thing, but I really loved stuff like the X wings, the Y wings, the A wings, like all the letter wings, and of course the ATA, ATs, the ATSTs, all of the Tie Fighters and everything. I was super into it. Rogue Squadron, you literally play missions as the Rogue, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like the Rogue Rebel Force. And you play an X-Wing squadron that is going around the planets, you know, fighting for the Alliance in various situations. And the very first mission, you are tasked with destroying a bunch of uh, probe spy droids. Uh, If you remember in uh, episode two, the one they kill that's like, and has like all the little arms hanging down. And like, they're just like, she's. Flying around and you just had to shoot them, and then you got an achievement if you shot a womp rat because that was a thing in the movies. Um, 
So, like, it was really just up my alley in the day. I have since tried to go back and play that game because it's on good old games. I hate it. I really do. I, the the controls are so god-awful. But, you know, when you're a kid and that N64 is there and you're holding two of the three sticks, you know, like, you don't care how bad it plays because it's Rogue Squad. <laughs> like... <laughs> If they, like, did a modernized remake of Rogue Squadron, I'd be down 100%. Just update the graphics and update the controls. Because it was, uh, one of the problems I had is that it was forced inverted controls. And I know if you're flying an airplane, it makes sense to have inverted controls. Ace, you had a whole thing about it. But I can't do it. Up is up, down is down. That is the way my brain works. Correct. I can... You are correct. <laughs> like, I, I press up to go up. I press down to go down. I understand that I'm pulling up on a joystick, and then that the, the joystick makes sense. I get where you're coming from on that, Ace, but this isn't a joystick. This is a controller. You mean the original <laughs> one? Also, not the... I'm not a pilot, so... Right, right. I would totally crash and burn if I was a real pilot. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But I am a good driver. I do have that going for me. Of course, I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> hey, I've only ever been in one car wreck because I fell asleep behind the wheel in college. It was it was nothing. I was getting like three hours of sleep every day. Like it was fine. It was you know, I just go to school, leave school to come home for five minutes to eat ramen, to go to work at Bob Evans and then come home and go to bed after doing a bunch of homework and then get up at six in the morning and then drive myself and my cousin to, to, to college again. And then, yeah, you know, she would sleep in the passenger seat while I would try to stay. Awake. <laughs> oh boy. Those were the days. But yeah, I did. I, that's I did fall asleep behind the wheel. I actually, it's her teacher I crashed into. That that was fun. Yeah. His car didn't get hardly a scratch on it. My car looked like a pop can. Just. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Rogue Squadron. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people played it. It was an N sixty four game. It didn't, the series did not survive that long. But of course, Star Wars, of course, there's so many Star Wars games. In fact, I was really considering, I didn't do it, but I was really going to put uh, uh, Battlefront 2 again. The Battlefront 2, too, because we've had two Battlefront 2s. Uh, Battlefront. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, no, I was going to put, no, 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 no. As the dishonorable mention, I was going to put Battlefront 2, too. And then, yeah, I I actually originally also had Battlefront, the original, on my list. The original Battlefront 2. It's hard to say. That's very confusing. It's I don't... Find better names for your games, people. Jeez. <laughs> OG Battlefront, EA Battlefront. There you go. That's, that's good. OG Battlefront. Of course, EA is the one that screwed it up. Of course it was. <laughs> All right, so, Ace, did you get your number three? Yeah. So, I realize that I completely misunderstood. Oh. What the 
thing was because when I asked, I was like, so wait, games in other media? Like, actually in the media. Like, oh no. It's a game that exists in the media. And I was like, okay, I can work with that. I got some. Interest, and then, interesting like, take, but no. As you, as you said, licensed games, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then you said, like Harry Potter, and I was like, oh. <laughs> My brain completely shat the bed. Cross fix it, Felix, <clears throat> off the list. So, so like, what? Uh, no, I was, I actually had. Go ahead. What? What? I don't even like. You're talking like a game that you like saw in a movie, like games you want to like the fake games they come up with in a movie or yeah, something. Yeah, so two, so two, two actually come from the same TV show, Black Mirror. Oh, um, no. One of no, them is the uh, I've uh, I've VR. I've seen that episode. Adaptive horror game. Yeah, hey, I've seen that one. And no, then, no, check my one hundred percent no. <laughs> no, not Bandersnatch. In the actual like main main show, there's a, uh, I think it's like the technically like a prequel to the USS Callister episode. Yeah. So it's like the, I th- what do they call it? I think they call it the acorn or something like that. It's the little like nub that you put on your like your temple, and it puts you into like the virtual space. Um, so they have like an adaptive horror game in that, mm. where like. It taps into your subconscious and starts uh, manipulating the environment to scare you. Uh, and then I was also going to say the uh, final space, final whatever space game they have in the Callister episode, minus the uh, USS Callister mod, because the idea of trapping AI copies of actual people and just torturing them for your own. Uh, comeuppance on them it's kind of kind of really really wrong oh you mean like how most so I at people least had play those the two yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so <laughs> i like brain, i like how uh, brain fixing. sasha had a quite a political face on there for a second <laughs> what <laughs> what i said that about the sims I just oh. I I do that in The Sims. It's just not people I know, but I do talk <clears> sure. The Sims. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my I, I think so, I told told you about that. My friend would actually make us in the game and torture us. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, Cham, I killed you today by setting you on fire by trapping you in the room with a fireplace. Like, oh great, thanks, thanks, bud. Mm-hmm. Neat. Wonderful. Um, uh, so. Number three, I will just sort of lump them all together. The uh, Batman Arkham series. Sure. Okay, I've only played uh, Asylum. I've never played any other ones. Yeah, I've... I have played uh, City Origins and some of Night and watched the entire playthrough of Night. Uh Okay. Pretty solid series. I enjoy it a lot. Mm-hmm. Did you play the first the one? Arkham fun. Asylum? No, but I've watched Jack and Andrea play it. That's and like I've watched one. playthroughs and stuff. I don't know. I, I like I, City I, a lot. I, I played it. 
I heard a lot of people like City more, although Asylum had the very weird ending with Hulk Joker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, it did. I've played some of Arkham Knight. I think they could have maybe used a little less of the uh, bat tank or maybe introduce like actually using like the bat wing and like the bat pod and other vehicles like that just to mix mm-hmm. it up so you're not always just bat tanking it all over the place. Um, plus, like- I, I think I think games really not games, but I would say game companies and designers really went too far on the open world stuff. And I feel like that's why I was really uninterested in later asylum games. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want another open world. I don't need a Batman open world. I really don't. Well, plus at least I've told, I'm pretty sure I've told you this story before, but like with how Jack and assumedly other people play the uh, game, driving around with the bat tank completely like, Murdering dispels everyone. the notion of Batman not killing people when you're flying down the road and you run into people. I mean, sure, they get electrically shocked, uh, but, like, you're still hitting them at, like, 30 to 60 miles per hour. Uh, and then... Which will still kill And you. then going back over the fact of uh, Jack just slowly going into the tank crawler mode and then just slowly rolling over their limp bodies with the tank... And I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's being a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just running over the civilians, Dad. It's nothing wrong there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do also, despite it being like the black sheep and being despised by a lot of people, I really enjoyed Arkham Origins. That's the one with uh, Deathstroke, right? Right. Because that's that's one of the cooler villains, and I wish they had more included him in Night. Because from what I remember uh, in Night, he's uh, only in a tank that you fight. You don't actually, like, melee combat him at all, from Mm. what I remember of seeing of it. Plus, like, Mm. Troy Baker does a pretty good Joker as well. Of course. Although they should have got Mark Hamill, if they could have. I mean, yeah, he's he's the Joker. He's as much the Joker as he is Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah. <laughs> he is. He is in the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Good old. Good old uh, Hulk Joker. <laughs> That's such a weird thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I remember that fight. Um, okay, cool. So Arkham Asylum. Not Asylum, Arkham Series, I should say. Arkham Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, cool. So, uh, Sasha, we're going to move to your number two. So my number two is Batman Arkham Asylum. <laughs> ah, yeah! <laughs> Take that, Ace. <laughs> the yeah. better Batman. <laughs> so, I will say... Um, the reason I like this one is because it really embraces the world's greatest detective bit of Batman, sure, which yeah. I don't think previous mm-hmm. Batman games did. And it felt yeah. really cool to thoroughly investigate Arkham Asylum, which is the coolest Batman <clears throat> setting. 
I will say there is. Did you ever play the Telltale Batman? Because that one, you are certainly a detective. Like yes. that one, you do very much detective work most of the time. You do. It's that one. You get the the really angry, frustrating feeling of being castrated by Amanda Waller, though, and that really kind of like ruins it for me. <laughs> so. Not, like, what? literally castrated. She just, like, has Batman by the cojones, and she knows that he's Bruce Wayne, and she's forcing him to do stuff he doesn't want to do, so. Oh, yeah, okay, gotcha. just, like, gotcha. a really thoroughly unpleasant experience for me. Sure. So. But Batman Arkham Asylum. I was just really... It was really cool. I loved that game. It was, like, I remember... Explosive it, gel. That was my favorite thing. Yeah. I re- oh, yeah. See, Explosive Gel is cool. I remember that mm-hmm. it was the first time I actually, like, gave a real, like, effort to stealth games and, like... Oh, yeah. Because you can't... You cannot beat that game by brute forcing through it. You have to be smart. You have to use all your equipment correctly and... I mean, like, yeah, you can okay. mess up with, like, one guard or two, but... Have you ever played... Uh, they're a little more forgiving nowadays. But have you ever played the Odd World series? No. That was a wonderful stealth game. Wonderful 2D stealth game. I think you would possibly. I don't like stealth games normally, but it was it had comedy in it. So you could like distract a guard with a fart. There's an actual button for a fart, and it's hilarious. And then in the second game. You had this, so all you could always possess things with this chant. So you'd like possess an enemy to sort of get them out of the way or stuff or do stuff with them. In the second game, there was a specific sequence where you could possess your own fart if it was <laughs> That's pretty bad funny. enough. <laughs> so, sorry, it just reminded me of that. You said stealth games. So I was like, Oddworld. Because that's, I don't know, to me, that's my favorite stealth game. I remember the the Mr. Freeze fight or not really fight. I guess it was a fight, but like it's a stealth boss fight. Like you have yeah. to sneak through that, that being really difficult for me because I don't like to do stealth. So yeah, you just want to go in guns a blazing. Yeah. So that, that one, that, that game kind of broke me of that being my only approach of beating a game, but because mm-hmm. I wanted to like get to the next part and solve the mystery and, I liked all the Riddler stuff. I thought that was really cool mm. as well. Yeah. I just thought Arkham Asylum was like a chef's kiss, and I didn't really enjoy any of the other ones as much as, as that one. I gave the second game an honest shot, and it just didn't have the same glamour for me as exploring Arkham second Asylum second game did. also has some very confusing topography. And then also way too many damn Riddler, Riddler trophies. Far too many. Yeah. I don't I've even heard. think I beat the second mm. game. Yeah, I mean, I never even played it. I was just, I heard it was open world, and I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm good. <laughs> I'm done. And I, to me, it was always a quality drop when something went open world, and I was just not into it. Every time, I can't I can't think of a game that was bettered by it being open world until until Breath of the Wild, like mm-hmm. that was it for me. 
Um, so yeah, so Arkham Asylum. I said it, I said it wrong with with Ace, but I was right for <laughs> Sasha's. So, all right. Uh, so my second one, Lord of the Rings: Shadow of Mordor, um, which is a takes place in a not canon and alternate timeline of Lord of the Rings, where Kilabrimbor, who forged the Great Rings of Power, um helps out a Mordor soldier after Mordor gets taken over uh, from the humans for the evil's forces. So it takes place, you know, before the Hobbit and all that. Um, and you just play as, uh, I don't remember his name, but you play as a dude. You're the human dude. captain. And Celebrimbor is your elf ghost that possesses you. And... He has a name, I just don't Okay, remember. but that would be the funniest mod ever. <laughs> the play dude. that as the dude. <laughs> like, the dude. Yeah. You know I hate the Eagles, man. <laughs> Where's the ring, Lebowski? <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, I've never seen that movie. I own it now, but I have never seen it. Oh, I, I recently purchased... I know, and I really love a lot of memes from it, but uh, I just, I really, I just need to take time to watch it. But, um, so yeah, so Shadow of Mordor uh, is a sort of like video game fan fiction of Lord of the Rings, where you go around and you kill orcs. But it has this really awesome nemesis system where the orcs have their own, like, hierarchy and their own bosses, and stuff, and when you kill a boss, it's possible people could be promoted mm. into that position, or that position's open in the army or whatnot. And you sort of mess with the the ranks of their army, and the different like orcs have like different fears and different weaknesses and strengths and stuff. So like, you'll have an orc that is like, I can't be backstabbed, so you can't just like backstab them. You got to fight them face to face, or like. You have one that's like, no, you know, like flipping over me doesn't work. And it's something like Eagle Eye or some trait or something like that. And there's like, sometimes you'll get so much like immunities and ridiculousness that like the only way that you can kill them, it's like immune to physical damage, immune to range damage, immune to backstabs. And you're like, what do I even do? And it's like weakness flies. And you're like, huh? And you'll see a nest of flies and you shoot an air and it drops on them. Suddenly they're weak to everything because they're terrified. I and mean, you just stab them while they're scared of flies. I've like, also it's just, seen the clips of... It was such uh, a cool system and a cool game. Having all the uh, hmm? underlings of like a boss room or whatever just being spies. So like, the second they engage with you, just all the all the henchmen turn on the, yes. the boss and so just you, kill the boss. Yeah, so basically, so you could, uh, one of the mechanics is instead of eliminating a person in the army, you can mark someone and they would sort of become your slave or part of your side secretly. And then, like what you said, you go to confront someone and it's like, hey, I'm going to kill you. And this is like, nope, I think my buddy's got it. And you could literally walk away and all the other orcs would just jump him and kill him. Mm. And then, like, they would promote one of their own inside guys to be that leader it was really fun and like really interesting um unfortunately i think shadow of war 
um, didn't do enough with the system to sort of keep it. They, I, well, let's say that they did too much with the mm-hmm. system to, to, they muddied it up a bit. I liked how the first one did it, Shadow of Mordor, where it was a little more simple. They didn't yeah. try to go as ambitious with it, and it worked better. Because then you'd get like, you you could customize your orcs in the second one, and there was microtransactions tied to those sometimes, and it was like really bad. But you know, yeah, what are you gonna do? Like, just what it was at the time. So, anyways, Sh- Shadow of Mordor. It's a really great game. It's on all. It's on everything. It's still. You can still play it. You can still go kill orcs. It's really fun. And uh, it's a nice little side story, Lord of the Rings. And you get Gollum to help you, of course, because if everyone wants a yeah, reoccurring I mean, character in all the Lord that, of the Rings, it's, it's Gollum. There's a Lord of the Rings reason. Gollum game that's supposed to come out sometime in the future, and I'm vaguely interested in it because it's centered around him. You play as him, but, like, I don't know when yeah. that's releasing. Yeah. I do want to play it eventually. Yeah, I don't know. I was supposed to be last year, but I don't know what happened. Uh, My second is going Uh, to be Star Wars Attack of the Clones game for Xbox. So this was like its own standalone game where uh, it was... I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It Uh takes place... I think during the Geonosis battle and then continues into the Clone Wars after that. Uh, a lot of different okay. vehicles that you get to play with. You get to do the uh, uh, the uh, Republic tanks. You get to go on speeders. Uh, you get some walkers, I think, too. Then there's... Uh, mm-hmm. You get to fly those gunships, the clone gunships, too. Uh, pretty fun game, all things mm-hmm. considered. I've I'd never got to play the uh, console versions of okay. Battlefront or Battlefront Two, the original ones. So that was the closest I've gotten currently, and I had a lot of fun with that game. Beware dot dot dot. That's mm-hmm. all I can say about the original Battlefronts. Beware dot dot dot. It was always a person named dot dot dot, and it was just a thing. People would name themselves just a bunch of dots, and they would be team killers. They would just steal all the mm-hmm. the, the airships and kill their own team. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. So I never, I I may have seen that game, but. I never played it um, for some reason. I could say I also I was a huge Star Wars fan at the time too. Uh, because it was no idea. with the cons the uh PSP get that I got, the uh Battlefront Renegade Squadron. It was the PSP version and they had the uh yeah, white I heard version about that. with the black printed Vader on the uh battery cover for the PSP. Mhm. Yes, that yeah. was my also brother's PSP. Game. My brother had that PSP. Mm-hmm. And we used it to play Monster Hunter. <laughs> like, I had my own PSP, but he had 
his and we that's all we played on it was Monster Hunter. I think he might have played the Star Wars game on his own that it came with. Yeah. But, but yeah. no. It was just mostly I enjoyed Monster that. Hunter. It was also uh, the uh, packing game. It was a two-packing game that came with the Xbox. It also came with uh, Tetris. A Tetris game, which I never played. Hmm. No, like I never played that. You never I, played well, Tetris. I played until it then? maybe once or twice, but I was like, I like Star Wars better. I'm only gonna play Star Wars. <laughs> sure. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh so so Sasha, uh I guess we're gonna lead with the dishonorable mention. Alright. So in the thick of my achievement hunting, I played a lot of shitty games and sure one that i played that i did get you know i did get all a thousand gamer score in it so it wasn't broken but it did have some busted controls and i almost didn't make it through and it the game is lost and it was from Mm. the like the show lost yeah and it has like I don't even know how to describe this game. It's like you talk to all the characters and they had a handful of the actual actors voicing them, but like none of the main ones. You know, it was like uh it was like uh the cheaper ones. Yeah. A lot of the cheaper <laughs> ones. And then they just had like really poor voice actors covering all the all the like the main ones, you know, like Matthew Fox mm-hmm. and Evangeline Lily and it's just not not them at all. Um, anyway, okay. <laughs> it's wow. set sometime I think between like season two and three. So like they haven't found they haven't found like that camp like that compound. They haven't found any of that stuff. Um, they're still like right. mostly on the, the like the wreck and they're doing camps by the beach and right. Like, you're just finding things for people, like, solving little tiny, it's almost just like a little, like, walking simulator. But then, it just, the last, like, two chapters, you are, you find a gun, and John Locke goes all crazy on you, and you have this last scene where you need to shoot John Locke, but it's, like, a timed event, but there's nothing, like, no timed thing letting you know, like, when to start when your time is up and you just keep dying over and over and over again, then you have to rewalk through the whole level to get to the end to hope that you lift your gun up and sleep slow motion to shoot John Locke before he shoots you. And Mm. that almost broke me. Almost broke me. (laughs) But I was going to get those achievements. I was going to get all of them. So I made it. Okay. Wow. Yeah, me getting a 360 back in the day is what caused me to become somewhat of an achievement hunter on PlayStation later on. Like, I just... Yeah, they they made those uh, achievements very... very uh, enticing on games. Yeah. I learned that I'll put myself through a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I do too. I mm-hmm. mean, how many hours did I put in Monster Hunter just for those badges? Like, yeah, it's too bad Nintendo doesn't have a. Uh, I think is what it's at. Trophy or achievement system like thousand two hundred for Xbox. Sunbreak. We've been talking about it since the 3DS of them doing it, and I just or since the Wii, I think. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Monster Hunter has always had achievements, though. Keep that in mind, Sasha. Always since the first one. Yeah, so does WoW. So does The Sims. Hey, no, WoW added them afterwards. Baby, they didn't uh, start with achievements. Maybe Nintendo's achievements are the uh, cop out answer. The achievements think were the l- friends we made along the way. I don't know about you, but I'm super looking forward to that Mario movie. <laughs> My girls ask me when it's coming out all the time. I am going to take Ripley to go see it. So, um, I'm going to do my dishonor mention, but I realize uh. that I have entirely screwed up my list. Oh. I would take Rogue Squadron off and move everything down because I do have a number one. But I will talk about my number one as if it never happened, and then... I will say what I think should actually be my number one at the time, but I will stick with my dishonorable mention right now. I'm just going to preface. I forgot about a game that I really loved and it would have been number one. But anyways, uh, so my dishonorable mention, um, I think I just actually my year dishonorable mention for the, mm-hmm. the show where we did the, uh, the game of the year stuff. So Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance. It might not have been, it might've been my brothers. Um, uh, we talked about it with the Harry Potter stuff. I was super into the R.A. Salvatore series. This is based on R.A. Salvatore's characters. You know, the companions of the hall. Dritz, Caterbury, Wolfgar, Brunner, and Regis. Uh, D&D Dark Alliance is an okay game. Really not that bad. It's just, like, menial. Um, I'm putting a dishonorable mention for the same reason that I complain about it every time. They're called the Five Companions of the Hall. You can only play as four of them. Because apparently, Hmm. Regis the Halfling is not worth it. Someone decided that you shouldn't play as Regis. Now, to be fair, he's not a warrior at this point in the series. He's a overweight halfling who is a thief who gets into a lot of trouble that his fans had to bail him out at this part of the series. So is he in the game? You just can't no. Him? He's not even in the game. The okay. only mention of him is there's a merchant at the hub world that says, Hey, my buddy Regis sent me. And I'm like, why weren't you just Regis? You know, the thief who could have stole the provisions to help with people or had the, the charm that would charm people into helping. No, 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 no. You had to make up some stupid ass character who says I was sent here by Regis as the very first thing. I was so mad at the same time that this game came out and I was playing it. They released a D and D magic set for magic. The gathering. I was mm-hmm. super not into magic for a long time and I'm still not really, even though I still have a deck and it's sitting right there. I can see it. Um, but, (laughs) um, 
they had the companions of the hall in this magic set. All five, except for Regis. Regis is not in the cards. They didn't make a Regis. They made a Brunner, a Caterbury, a Drist, and a Wolfgar. They made no Regis. There's Regis something about... It is. It, is it because he's short? Is it because he's a halfling? Like, I don't understand. Like, what is going on? So, D&D Dark Alliance is just, just like a boring, mediocre game. It's just dishonorable, and it makes me mad because they discluded Regis. And Regis is one of my... Let me, let me say partially why it's so aggravating to me that they don't have Regis. Not only because he's the fifth member of this group, right? It is very clear a lot of the plot lines center around him because he's a character and you know, the main character in the series is Dritz, but that's also his friends, right? They're the other, they're like, they're like, I would call secondary characters and you have tertiary and so on. Right. He has such a cool arc in the books because, uh, there's a point in the series in which they all die. Because the series takes so long mm-hmm. that it spans hundreds of years and no one lives that long, right? They all die of old age. Because of some god trickery and whatnot, they get reincarnated. Regis gets reincarnated and he comes back as the biggest badass that ever badassed. I'm not even kidding. He's like the whole leader of a thieves guild and he's like running this night then he like leaves that and forms uh joins this crazy halfling knight group called the prancing ponies <laughs> and there are a bunch of like halfling knights that ride on ponies and it's just he goes by the name of spider uh spider paraffin and he has like a rapier that has like snakes that come off of it and like bite people it's just He's so cool of a character later on, and they just forgot him. I'm just like, he's like a he's like a like a like a half like a like a short Flynn Rider from Rapunzel when he's reincarnated. Like he's like a super dashing, debonairy, like Mm -hmm. like schmoozer fighter guy. Like (laughs) like it's just so I I don't know. Screw you, Dark Alliance. You suck. All right, uh, uh, your dishonorable mention. The Walking Dead Survival uh, Instinct. Ace. The shitty uh, mm. Xbox 360 PS3 title Just... that they got Norman Reedus and Michael Rooker for. Uh, survival Instinct yeah. um, as a title sounds bad. Completely yeah. s- squandered. I would Ooh. say they're talents in their characters made a boring their take on map travel mm-hmm. game where you go from one location to the next to try and get to Atlanta leading up to uh, the events in the first season after the outbreak uh, and has pretty pretty okay. bad gunplay as far as the crossbow goes I've mentioned it a bunch of times how you can literally just be in a horde of walkers and just shoot them and instantly take it back and reload with that same bolt and just shoot them, take it back, shoot them, take it back. 
along with uh, the goofy ass uh, grappling thing where you have to like move the reticle into the center to stab them, but you can also like literally be surrounded by a horde of zombies and it's only that one attacking you and dealing damage to you. So they don't, like, swarm you and take mm. you down. They just wait their turn to to grapple with you, I guess. <laughs> like like an action movie yeah. where each guy Only comes in one at a time and then the fight based him on off. the space that's shown to you like in Old Boy, it's just <laughs> really crappy gameplay. Where they're, I guess, polite zombies are like, oh, wait, Greg's going. I'll, I'll let him have his turn first. Oh, Greg's dead. Okay, cool. My turn. i'm next oh i'm dead (laughs) jeez yeah that's pretty terrible oh boy okay Mm -hmm. so what was it survival walking dead survival instinct yeah it was like wow i never even i think it was okay around season two or season three like when the show was becoming popular and stuff that that came out and like obviously it's based the the whole entire property is based off the graphic novels. Right. But like that's not how you should do a game around the Walking Dead. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. All right. Well, Sasha, so let's uh let's lead it off with your your number one licensed game. So keeping with my theme of detectiving and all of that i'm gonna lump together two but mostly leaning heavy mm-hmm. on the law and order games which are so much fun um, mm. which i also was, I was probably playing at way too early of an age i remember my first one being in middle school and i remember mm-hmm. that i solved the crime but uh i did not do it correctly and i got evidence incorrectly and I failed the case, like, as the law, or in the order part. So when I was the lawyer, I, I couldn't I couldn't use some of my evidence, and I wasn't able to enforce the law. <laughs> so, oh. um, the law and order games are definitely superior to what I'm lumping together is the CSI games, mm-hmm. which are also oh, really fun, okay. but you only get to solve the crime, and then you don't sure. get to do the second half. What makes the Law and Order game so much better is it is actually like two whole games. It's like CSI and Ace Attorney combined together. And if you fuck mm-hmm. up doing your <laughs> your case research, you will not be able to win the the court case. So, which is mm. just like in the Ace Attorney, I think too. If you mess mm-hmm. up, you don't you you yeah. go in unprepared. So, um, well. Ace Attorney's a bit weird because there's not really a branching path. There is a right answer, but you'll just get like a nope, that's not the right answer. Try something else. Like you, I. It's a little more forgiving in Ace Attorney, I think. But well, so in the in the Law and Order games, if you're not if you're not like figuring it out correctly, you just get stuck. Mm. Um, so like you you get to a point where like no one's telling you where to go 
you've got some evidence that you can examine in certain ways or send off to certain labs. Um, yeah. You've got different locations you can go back and revisit, people you can go back and talk to. But if you haven't unlocked certain parts, you can't you can't like interrogate somebody in a certain way or you can't you can't mm. pair certain evidence, tie evidence together. So you just get stuck. And this was back before, you know, like you could just look up on the internet how to do it. Right. So this is me like <laughs> as a child playing this game, trying to figure it out. Um, and I remember that each, I th- think that there were two games and each one had five cases in it. And they were all like, like their own episode of Law and Order. And then after you solved the crime, mm-hmm. you had to take them to court. Yeah. Yeah. Which was the second game, cool. and that was always way harder because I didn't understand any of that stuff they were talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, legal stuff is not fun. No, Holy and it was God. hard. But I felt really I can't. I can't imagine. It. I can't imagine all the stuff I have mm-hmm. to go through criminal court. I was in civilian court last year, and that was rough. Like. Just the amount of things I had to deal with. Ugh, jeez. So, okay. Uh, Law and Order, and then also CSI. Yeah. Now, the CSI games are fun. Um, I'm going to say that the CSI Miami ones were the best because it did have Mm -hmm. the actual actors in it, and it was as campy and (laughs) trashy as CSI Miami is, so real treasure there. Yep. That's... That checks out. All right. Guess where we get the yeah yes. from, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so my number one should have been, and, I, and I'll, I'll just say this, I talked a lot about it in the Game of the Year show, Star War, Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. I, it should have been Starship Troopers. That's what I, I was forgot. expecting from you. No, that that would be my real number one, but I forgot to write it down. I've already talked crap about the Starship Troopers game. Uh, if you as a listener want to hear about it, go to our Game of the Year episode uh, just a few episodes back. We're only in February. <laughs> like, like, it's not that far long ago. I love that game. Great RTS. I'm just going to talk about the one I originally wrote down because I just I don't know why I forgot about Starship Troopers. But uh, I will talk about... Uh, a game I've talked about a few times, but I still mm. love it, is the Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings The Third Age uh, that I played on GameCube. And it's also on PS2. And it's the G- it's the Lord of the Rings JRPG where you play as, uh, I will say, the B team. You do have a human ranger. You do have a, an elven archer. And you do have a dwarven fighter. And you do have halflings. They are not the ones from the books or the movies. They're just like knockoffs, but it's fun nonetheless. You basically play as uh, uh, alternate forces on the same sides. Uh, so, like, you are sort of like paralleling your journey to sort of like defeat Mordor mm-hmm. while they're carrying the ring. I guess your distraction is some of the story, but it works like a JRPG. You get into a random battle. You take turns hitting each other, and it's got really cool, like, you fight the different goblins and orcs and trolls and stuff, and uh, it's a really cool thing, and then 
you get to the end and your final boss is the literal eye on top of the Tower of Sauron. You are fighting the eye, like some sort of Final Fantasy fight. And it is awesome and hilarious at the same time. And then this is where it it, it this is where the game blew my mind. You then say start a new campaign. Start on the dark side. So I got to play a team of uh, what was an orc null rider, uh, an orc warrior, an Urukai warrior, and a troll bard who had giant bongos that would buff my team. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious. I loved every minute of the evil campaign. And you just go around and you just kill all the sides of good. And you just like just a path of destruction. And it's hilarious. I hated that. And there's a DLC in Dragon Age Origins called Darkspawn Chronicles. And you play as the Darkspawn. And in the final fight, you defend the Archdemon and you kill the Grey Warden and Alistair and Morgan and Liliana. And I'm like, I love all of these people. Like, I can't do this. No, there, there's no named characters at all in this. Like, Sauron, the Eye of Sauron is, like, the most famous character you're going to see. You never even see Gandalf or Frodo or anybody. It's like, they had the license for Lord of the Rings, and that's it. Nothing else. You are allowed to set the game in the same timeline, but none of the people. And it was like, <laughs> it's so weird, but I loved it. It was so fun. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of the Lord of the Rings franchise. Yes, yes, and it's still amazing. It's still I. It's one of the games that I packed away. I don't have a GameCube anymore, and I don't have a way to play it, but I still own that game. <laughs> It is amazing. Um, but yeah, my real answer should have been Starship Troopers, and I would have knocked off Rogue Squadron. Because, yeah, I forgot about Starship Troopers, and how could I? So, uh, Ace, you're, uh, you're uh, number one. Telltale Walking Dead game. series. Very good series oh, that so good. starts so off sad. with a bang, so good. with you playing mm-hmm. as Lee, and then ultimately sacrificing yourself, and then. You get to progress as Clementine. And it only gets lower from there. And you get to see some friends come back and go crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you continue with those lessons. Yeah. Season two hurts. No. I, I take uh, it. Kenny comes, comes back, back as a zombie. As a character. No. And then... Uh, after the events of the first game, he has a second family, and then, uh, he doesn't. Because mm. zombie apocalypse, I guess. Okay. I never played him. The only Telltale game I ever uh, played was Batman. The complete series has a purchasable option, so you don't have to go and get each season individually. All it is is just people arguing and getting at each other. Zombies are not a real 
it's just uh, they're always like ah zombies and i'm like yeah i mean first uh, yeah have you heard my advice of my girls who are afraid of zombies what to do with zombies you just you just walk away because they're just rotting corpses you're faster yeah unless if just they're walk uh, away world war z or last of us Those aren't zombies. Yeah, yeah they're not. <laughs> they're infected. And the they're, Z word they're is, different. Band is in the Walking Dead as well. Mm-hmm. Walkers, biters, lurkers, lame brains, deadheads. Oh yeah, they're walkers. I think I've heard that once or twice. I don't know. Lame brains. Wasted. <laughs> Well, I mean, it makes sense because a, a zombie was a actual, like, defined thing in voodoo. And then, you know, it got popularized as what we yeah. see today in media. And then, yeah. <laughs> I hate zombies so much. <laughs> have. have you played the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale? No, I have not. That one's pretty good. I There's heard a, good things a really about that. emotional rocket. It seems like one in there. Like, as it I seems love rocket like Guardians Raccoon, of the Galaxy like Three. Of course, it's a rocket very emotional story in there. Uh, oh no! Storyline. I was fully prepared for Rocket mm. to not make it through. It seems like they're end game so it seems like they're mm. queuing him I've up already to die. like emotionally and people are theorizing that based it. on the colors of like the theming with it because the first one mm. was green with uh Groot, i mean there's like there's the second was blue with yondu so i think it was what their theming is like orange or whatever orange and black with rocket on this one for the marketing something like that Gamora I mean they already lost uh, what was her nah, name Now she's back quote unquote Gamora Gamora She's yeah, back Gamora there Yeah Bizarro Gamora Other Gamora Did you not see What uh I don't <laughs> she just doesn't have no. her so, go goatee so you can't uh, tell, in Endgame. But... You haven't seen Endgame? No. Yeah, because they went to 2014. Yeah, I saw Endgame. But it was a different universe so... 2014. And then when Thanos came back, that Gamora came with too. And then she also turned on Thanos and split off and dipped from the battle and everyone. Remember the whole part where Chris no, Pratt's like, kicks oh, him in the dick, and she it? punches him in the face? Like, I don't know you. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm whatever, but she's like, I don't know you. And he's all like, you hard missed eyes. And... You missed him the first time. And you nailed him both the second time. No, I do not. That line? You don't remember that? I, I don't know. I don't remember that at all. Dude, I saw. <laughs> so enough. my my recollection of Mar Marvel movies has gone out the window. Today, my parents went to go see 
Uh, my today my parents went to go see the new Ant Man, and my brother and I have been talking about going to see it, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to come with us?" And we were both like, "Nah, nah, <laughs> nah." Well, I was busy working on packing stuff, which is part of the reason. But uh, the other part, I was just like, "I don't care about Marvel anymore." I they, I put so much investment in the end game, and the end game happened. I was like. Mm-hmm. All done, except for Spider-Man. I still watch Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, okay, I guess there's Bizarro Gamora. Okay. I just don't remember. I don't remember that part of it. Uh, I was so focused on, uh, you know, the, the core of, like, mm-hmm. the time travel stuff with, with Ant-Man. and. I feel like they really just swept the whole Bizarro Gamora thing under the rug because, mm-hmm. well, how would we get a whole, like, season of Loki? Like, Loki messing up the timeline because he... because of what he did with the Infinity Stone. Like, yeah. I don't I don't understand how him converging with another timeline is yeah. a problem, but Bizarro Gamora converging we'll see. with another timeline well, is not. Well, like the great timekeepers... I don't know decide everything maybe that was apparently planned because uh the avengers doing what they did to undo what thanos did was apparently part of the plan quote unquote okay which that bleeds into know, the, lo- to the larger no conversation idea. of people being like but yeah like, it's like makes everything and Marvel's stupid and it doesn't work and nothing matters. And I'm like, it's all made up. Anything can happen. Nothing matters. What are you talking about? Did you not know that from the beginning? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a problem there. And, you know, we could have got into this with this being the topic with licensed products, but, like, you want to take mm-hmm. it an interpretation. The movies are a licensed product of the comics, right? So, right. Not that all the comics follow the same timeline, and you can't necessarily always just do page for page on the comics. But like, people are invested in those characters, and when they do something in the movies that is not in line with what they had hoped to see, they get mad. That happens. It with happens. Property, though. People do it with the Harry Potter stuff. Like, it's just. All of it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, a part of me is just like, hey, they have to be different. What did you expect? But another part of me is like, you know, like I talked several times. I'd love to see the Salvatore stuff made in the movies. But, like, if they do things a certain way, I'm out. Like, there's just not, like, you. Although I will it's say, it's a different the, story. Uh, Everything changes. Last of Us TV show things. is and knocking it out of the park. I. They're doing very well. Yeah, I've heard heard there are differences, but I've heard that there are sensible differences. Um, There are some people that are, because of The Last of Us Part 2, they want sensible changes to what happened in the game. And I don't necessarily agree with some of those specific takes because Mm -hmm. of I don't know I think those personal gripes are them not really acknowledging the character 
the characters and the uh, things that they went through in the first game and how they possibly would have changed going into the second game. But, like, they've made some pretty good changes with uh, the TV show. Like, they they gave a, like, character to the people that you encounter in Pittsburgh. But instead of being in Pittsburgh, it's in Kansas City. And they are people that uh, rose up against FEDRA, the government organization Mm -hmm. that was running things and overthrew. But, like... They're clearly flawed because their leader is mm-hmm. just hell bent on revenge against uh, Henry because of what he did. Yeah, you know that kindergarten teacher. <laughs> uh, they they did a hell okay. of a good job with the bloater. The bloater was really cool to see. I was shitting myself with fear and excitement. Mm-hmm. That little girl, that little girl clicker was so sad. She's apparently a uh, actual like, uh, who's, acrobat who's or ballerina or whatever and... it was, and that was pretty cool. Um, I saw I, that. I was, I was like excited and panicked mm. as the bloater charged against uh, Pete or whatever his name is. It's the guy, the guy who uh, plays the basically the right hand to the to the leader of the Kansas City group. Uh, he's actually the voice actor for Tommy in the Last of Us games, who is uh, Joel's brother. So it's kind of funny seeing Joel's brother mm. trying to help hunt down and kill Joel and Ellie. And then uh, he, gets, he gets the uh, bloater death from the video game where it uh, grabs into your mouth and it fully, fully rips off the top half of his skull. That so. was cool. You don't see it close up. You don't. You don't see it close Dang. up. But you get enough of a sense of what happened. Way. And I was just like, oh, ooh. Sorry. I guess you can't. Guess you can't eat a granola bar for that. See that's. That's the other thing that I don't that bothers me about zombie stuff. And I know that the mm-hmm. the last of us aren't zombies, but they are they're adjacent, right? Why is there always a giant fat it, one that attracts attract. other ones? Um in every zombie it's just everything existing in the world. Why? Um and plus with how they have framed it in the TV show, it's pretty rare. Um It looks like it was yeah. originally like like a gym guy, like a gym rat who he got trapped in the sewers and then he's bloated thick yeah, from being Well, they were those water. infected were also mm-hmm. underground in Kansas City for years. Yeah. Um, cuz they were for Fedra for Plus like the right? actual the actual actor that plays him is like a so shredded British actor too. So it was cool to see see that and that checks out. like mm-hmm. when he initially come when you initially hear it I was I was just giddy. I was like a little kid because you hear the sort of deep deep groan that the 
bloaters have, and I was just like, oh, it's time. It's time. Give me the big boy. Right. And I, I say, like, I, mm-hmm. I can see, like, you're excited because you really enjoy the source material of the games and you love seeing that stuff appear mm-hmm. in the movies. And that's why people get mad at, at Marvel. Because yeah. something they really loved and then they fucked it up. And that's why I'm mad at yeah. Harry Potter. Because uh, I really love Basilisks. And the other Divergence or one of the other main uh, <laughs> changes or whatever they called it specifically uh, mm-hmm. from the game. The removal of the spores in favor of the uh, tendrils. I would say does make sense and is acceptable. Because, like, it's hard to, you know, excuse away spores just being in the air and that they wouldn't have necessarily spread everywhere being airborne. Well, that and you don't want to have the actors walk Mm -hmm. around with masks on their face the whole game or the whole movie. Like, it's. Plus, it's also. Hollywood creature slash body horror to have the fungus tendrils coming out of the mouth when they get close enough cool freaky i mean it the test kiss was unnerving that was that was uncomfy (laughs) okay I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not familiar enough with fungus to know if that is a viable reproductive method well, for a, fungus. But there's a. I don't know. It made sense for spores. YouTube stuff, and he talked about how the the fungus wouldn't function that way, either in the game or in uh, the TV show, because with how that spreads and affects, it would probably just burn the hosts out too quickly. Um, so I mean, suspension of disbelief. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, there's real examples of it doing to ants, but like, or in other insects, but I don't yeah. know. It's fantasy, anyways. I get what you're saying. It's just, it seems tendrils are not a, I've never heard yeah, of. Yeah, they're sort of like fungus, weird, wispy things that. Like, latch into open wounds and spread the fungus that way. Mm-hmm. Um, they also sort of hive mind communicate okay. because they have tendrils that go into like the ground. And so, yeah. like, depending on it's sort of like a whole like root system essentially. Mm-hmm. So, the way they talked about it in the show is like you could yeah. like, step on a stalk like a mile away and have a horde of infected come exactly to your location based off of that, which is what happens in the uh, second episode. So it's an interesting change and I think it Mm. works for the show. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's that's one of the things that, you know, 
that uh, that we no not we that I I don't know if you enjoy it in Monster Hunter mm-hmm. but like the fantasy but believable you know what I mean like they have rules to the universe and there's like things it's like they don't just spontaneously create their elements they have like thunder sacks mm-hmm. and wind sacks and you know organs that produce these things and so it's kind of cool to get the explanation yeah. in the TV show so I understand why it's entertaining that's why I loved How to Train Your Dragon because it was like wait a second mm-hmm. they have a book on all these kinds of dragons that is amazing like yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, next week, uh, Ace, you'll be t- picking. Um, we will be tentative on whether I record or not. Or you might have to. T- we okay. might have to take a week off, depending if everything goes well. It is expected I say, you'll finally have that I will have solid, internet and I will be internet. moved in. Uh, Yes, I signed up for nice. yeah, that's 500 what we have, megabits. but I actually just upgraded ours the other day. And it's so. currently two. Yeah, we're at 200 here. And I'm sharing it with my parents and my brother, uh, who all have phones that are on it. And all uh, someone is watching Netflix right now. And I'm sure that someone is watching something upstairs which are draining as much as possible. Of course, we're also trying to broadcast this on Twitch, which we have no dropped frames today. So I mean, that looks good according to my thingy. So yeah. So, so next, next week, Ace, you could be doing it and I'll let people know if there won't be an episode. I should know pretty well, soon maybe. into the week. If that's not, <laughs> maybe I, we dude, can this do week's my gonna be nuts. Like, video games. Tuesday I sign. Yeah. That's a tough one because I, I can't think of a lot, but I'll have to, I'll have to look. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, actually, no, I know one. And it's going to be surprising, so I won't say it. But um, so yeah, so Tuesday is signing day, and then right after signing. Because it's weird. I've never heard of this. I can't pre-sign up for my water. Like, I can't pre-tell them to turn it on before I move in. Like, they want proof of ownership. Okay. Before I tell them to turn on the water. So I immediately have to, after the signing, take my agreement, go to the water place, and say... I own this house. Please turn on the water. And then I have to be there the next morning at like 9 a.m. And then throughout the whole week, I'm doing stuff, have to be at the house for some reason or something, some utility getting turned on or whatnot. And then moving in Thursday. Mm -hmm. So it's also happening. So supposedly everything's going to be fine. I don't remember what day I signed up for the internet Mm -hmm. to come in, but it's supposed to be delivered to the house. And then I set it up myself. And then, yeah, uh, should be done by Friday all the way. I mean, should be 
sleeping there Thursday night, as far as I know, because I'm yeah. moving my bed on moving day. Like, I'm not sleeping here if there's no bed. So, and Friday should be unpacking what I have, what I care to unpack, and Saturday should be set up. Like, I'm good. So, I'll probably be playing not a lot of games next week because I may be packing it away in preparation and not able to unpack it quite yet. Or who knows? Maybe I'll wait until the last day and then pack it up that day and then hook it right up again when I move in. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So what, uh, possibly games in other media. You mean like games we would like to play depicted in other media? Fake games? Yeah, I mean... I was also mm-hmm. kind of joking. We don't have to. I can. I only think, think one, of something one else. so far, probably so that I would enjoy. I think. Mm. Yeah, and like as I was thinking of these two, I was like, I guess my other, I guess my dishonorable mention could be any video game that like. Includes checkers or chess or like board games within the game. That's just like a time waster or like a way to get money. I just talked about how excited I was to play solitaire on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, was that on the show or was that before? I don't remember. I don't know. I love solitaire for some reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thanks everyone for watching and listening. And, um, we will catch you next week, hopefully from my perspective in a new place. I don't even know how the acoustics are going to work. I don't, I don't know. So, I don't even have the same desk. Like, the, I'm leaving this desk here. This is just like a, a desk I got from, it was my grandma's computer desk, like, ages ago. So, I have a new desk. Just get a TV tray. No, I, I have Holding like an TV office, tray. like, L desk <laughs> in an office. Uh, like I got it from there's, uh, my dad's, uh, work buddy slash customer slash person he knows sold his business for like a lot of money and is now getting rid of like, they had like an office and everything. So like they were just getting rid of office furniture and I got like an office L desk from them for free. So Hmm. that's going to be my new setup. And I will, I probably have an actual setup instead of, cause like right now it's like monitor here and then there's one up to the right and there's one below that. So I've got this weird three, like two stacked on top of each other and one off the left. I'm probably going to do a three, you know, all in one line at this point. So one on the left, one mm-hmm. in the middle, and one on the right, and then go from there. We'll see. Fair enough. I don't know. Not till I get there. Um. But yeah, everything's got to go. Everything must go. <laughs> so, um. Uh, so yeah, we'll just end it there. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening and we'll catch you next week. Later. Bye. Bye.
that's done. There we go.